It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.07 on a Saturday morning, broadcasting live this morning from the Cobb Galleria, the 41st annual Spring Atlanta Home Show here. If you get here between now and 9 o'clock, you got one hour. Actually, you have 53 minutes. If you get here between now and 9 o'clock and know the password is floor and decor, you get in to watch me, watch Dave Baker do the Home Fix-It show until 10 o'clock, and then the whole show is open and you got in for free. Details about the Atlanta Home Show are online at atlantahomeshow.com. Lots of speakers, of course, going on tomorrow. I'll be here at 1 o'clock to talk about how to have a, a beautiful spring landscape. Kurt, not Kurt, Clint Harp is the go-to carpenter on HGTV's Fixer Upper. And he's going to be here uh, today, let's see, at 1 and at 4 p.m. as well. Lots of other vendors and things to see. The home village, the tiny home village is lots of fun to see those little bitty houses and how people built those as well. Let's go to the phones. Who do we talk to now? Let's go to um, uh, Al in Stone Mountain. Hey, Al. Good morning. Yes, I want to know how to become a master gardener. Whoa, Al, spell a little bit clearer. I can't quite understand you. Uh, I want to know what steps I need to take to become a master gardener. Oh, Al, have I got an answer for you? Because I just, uh, 10 minutes ago, we were talking here to the audience and talking about how to become a master gardener. I'll tell you how to do it, all right? Yes, sir. It is a volunteer program. In other words, the purpose of being a master gardener is to train volunteers to do community beautification. All right, it's not uh -huh. just a college course you take and never do anything with it. You are supposed to, when you finish it, be a volunteer in the community. The way you do it, is to go to the, in your case, DeKalb County Extension Office. The number is real easy to remember, Al. It's 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. You call it up and say, hey, I want to be a master gardener. You do this for Cobb County, Gwinnett County, Fulton County, uh, DeKalb County, all the same uh, classes. And let's see, Al, do the, um, the applications and things starts in August, I think, each year. And so the classes have already started for this year. But if you want to be a master gardener, you do the classes next year, starting in January, and uh, do the application in August of this year. So you go, you get the application, you turn in early if you want to. And then the classes start in January. You go to a full day of classes starting around 8.30 or 9 in the morning. You have lunch, and then you um, have more classes in the afternoon. And when you finish, Al, you are a if not an expert, you know a little bit about a lot of things. You know about insect control, you know about plant identification, you know about tree care, you know about uh, disease identification and control. You learn all sorts of things that a good gardener should know more about, taught by university specialists. And then they let you volunteer, they give you the opportunity to volunteer with your buddies that you've made in the class and you do community good works, beautifying the public parks and uh, courthouses and things like that. And you get to be a, wear a nice volunteer uh, Master Gardener badge and tell everybody what you know. All right. Okay, thank you, sir. So again, you start by calling the DeCab, in your case, it's the same number for all these counties, 
Ask UGA1 and say, I want to be a master gardener. You can call them right now. Nobody's there at the office on the weekend, but still, you can leave a number. I want to be a master gardener, and they will give you the details when they come back to the office on Monday. Barney is in Buford, Georgia. He joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Barney, good morning. Hi there. Hey, Barney. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, I have a quick question for you and then one, one question for information. Um, I have a neighbor who wants to dig up some of his zoysia, and yeah. since I want some zoysia, I figure I'd transplant it into mine. Could we use exactly. a sod cutter to cut him, cut his zoysia, roll it up, and, and maybe I could try to lay it in my yard? Do you think that methodology would work? I know it'll work. I've done it before. Cool. Uh, yeah, the side cutter, the only thing to remember with the side cover, side cutter machine is, boo, it'll shake you to death. So remember, uh, Barney, be ready to go shaking a little bit. Cause it's <laughs> okay. As it cuts the side. Up on that. Beyond that, it works great. Okay, and then the other question I had real quick was just, do you, could you recommend a resource where we could go to find out about self-sustaining landscape design for our region? Mm. A lot of people have shade encroachment in their lawns. Yeah. The idea is to reduce the size of the water-hogging lawns with a different type of landscape, yes. um, different plants. The number I, call, I mentioned a minute ago for the extension service, many times the local extension service, you're in Buford, so that would be Gwinnett County, Barney? Uh-huh. In Gwinnett County. So they often have what are called just homeowner classes on things like sustainable landscaping, hydroponic gardening, uh, vegetable garden basics and stuff that you would find, I think, useful in trying to develop a self-sustaining landscape. And the number, again, is the same for all extension offices anywhere in the state. They have a system that if you dial 1-800-ASK-UGA-1, it connects you to your local county extension office, and you leave a message saying, I want to know your schedule of classes and uh, talk about more about sustainable landscaping, and they can give you what they have and maybe call other counties and ask them what they're offering, too, because it's not too far to go from Gwinnett County to DeKalb, and they have a homeowner series there. Um, the Botanical Garden, the Atlanta Botanical Garden has classes. You can uh, call them and ask about their series. The, let's see, who else does things? The Nature Center. Some of the Nature Centers around town do a great job. The Wild Center in Decatur does a great job on sustainable landscaping. Um, who else? The Gwinnett County folks, Jim Miller Park. They have a Cobb County group that works in Jim Miller Park. They have classes on sustainable landscaping, too. That's awesome. Thank you for these resources. I'll follow you up on You can find somebody. lots and lots and lots of things. And again, ABG, the Atlanta Botanical Garden, is the place to, to start, and the Extension Service places are the place you'll get some information as well. Thank you. That's great talking to you, Barney. Thanks for calling. 404-872-0750 is the number you can dial to take Barney's place. Do -do 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 -do. Sandy is out in Oglethorpe County. Hey, Sandy. Good morning. Hello, is this Walter? It is Walter, Sandy. Hi. Wow, I'm so glad to have made it on your radio station. Um, okay, I have a quick question. I have what? a yearling blueberry cutting. Well, it's actually been living for about two years, but it's just this year has blooms on it. It's about six inches, maybe seven inches. Uh -huh. um, do I need to cover it up? I'm so scared. It, it come off of my papa's blueberry bush, and I'm oh, wow. so scared that something's going to happen to it because he's no longer with us. Yeah. And I really love that little bush. So what it's, do I need to do? 
How how tall did you say it was, Sandy? Six it's, inches it's tall. It's probably six inches. Maybe yeah, it's about six inches. Wow. And what are you worried about as far as just cold weather at night or something like that? Yes, at night. I'm scared because this is the first year that it actually has um, two little blooms on it. So I'm mm -hmm. scared that something is going to get killed. Do I need to cover it up? I don't think so. Um, the severe weather chances of it being down into the 20s, which is when you start worrying about blueberry flowers, um, are not real high right now, Sandy, because the temperatures, you know, tomorrow are going to be in the 50s and 60s at night anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it at all. The one thing that I would advise you that's going to break your heart right this minute. Yes. You really ought to take those flowers off. Okay, so pinch the little blooms off. There's pinch two the of them on there. Off. The reason you do that is because heart. you want the blueberry to make more energy into making roots, which is what it needs when it's young, and not making fruit. Although I know you want to have a blueberry from your papa's blueberry yes, plant, you'd sir. do better yes, off. You'd better off to take the blueberry blooms off until it's well established to at least a foot or two tall, which would be in this, by okay. the end of the summer, I would think. Okay. Fertilize a little bit every once in a while, Sandy. You can use um, azalea, camellia fertilizer. works fine. But okay. a little bit of fertilizer every once in a while in the summertime. And when it gets big enough to have good flowers next spring, lots of blueberries to enjoy. Walter, well, his, he's got three of them on the property, and they are already six foot. I'm five yeah. six, so they're just they're, they're actually a little taller than me. And yeah. I so love this little cut. And um, I got it, um, like I said, a few years back when he passed, and I went up there and got me two or three of them off, but only one yeah. survived. Yeah, so, I see. And I'm so excited. It's got so many green leaves on it, um, but it's not, but like, like I said, about six inches. But I just so dearly do not want it to die. So you're saying go ahead and pinch the little blooms off, yeah. and I should be okay. One more thing, Sandy. Yeah. Here's the heartbreak of growing blueberries or a lot of woody plants. It's not disease. Uh -huh. It's not cold. It's rabbits and deer. If yes, you really want to protect it, get some uh, chicken wire or something to go over the top of that little bitty blueberry plant and protect it from the animals in the landscape, which may be more damaging than anything else you'd, you'd have. So protect it from okay. them, too. And I do have lots of deer. Every morning I see at least six or yeah. seven out there in the field. So, yes, okay. And they will get my little blueberry boots. Yes, ma'am, they will. You put a cover uh, on it, you better do that. Oh, Walter, it was so dear to talk to you. I listen to your show every day for as long as I can remember, and it was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. It is my pleasure as well, Sandy. Thanks so much for calling. It's 817 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News on WSB. Our 24-hour news center delivers updates all weekend. Depend on it. We'll be here Monday morning, 4.30 till 9, for breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves. Athlete. Yes, driverless cars and robotic lawnmowers and... Thinking everything else. At 8.23, a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, the temperature is high around, let's call it 69 degrees this afternoon, 46 overnight. Sunday, high of 72, low of 54, 20% chance of showers on Sunday night. Let's see, we've got time to go to the phones here. This is Lawn and Garden, by the way. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener. Let's see who's been waiting the longest. Richard. Richard is in Atlanta and joins us on Lawn and Garden. 
Hey, Richard. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm well, sir. How can I help? I've got a new home that is under construction up in the Duluth area. Okay. And we have just got the foundation poured. So now I'm looking at this beautiful, large plot of Georgia red clay that I'd like to do something for erosion control, but also possibly something that might help enrich the soil a little bit while it's under construction for about the next year and a half. Okay. But won't be so invasive that I can't kill it uh, when I'm ready to plant a, you know, sod and, and lawn and that kind of stuff. Is there any right. recommendations that you would have for what I might be able to use? Hmm. You know, Richard, I'm, I would be tempted to recommend fescue, just regular fescue grass, simply because you don't care about it being a perfect lawn because your house isn't even completed yet. You've got a long way before the house is completed and you're living there. Fescue is relatively easy to, um, to plant. You, all you have to do is you know, soften the soil and plant the seed. Now is an okay time to do that. and It's not great, but you can still get a good bit of fescue to, to grow right now, I think. Okay. And you'll have that green grass to look at for most of the year while the house is being under construction. Is it a, a eroded area? Is it sloping or anything else? Oh, Richard, I mean? There's a little bit of slope in the, uh, the backyard, but it's nothing too severe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been looking at whatever things like sun hemp and cow peas and this kind of stuff, like yeah, maybe yeah. deposit some nitrogen in the soil, but I didn't know how easy that would be to get rid of later, and even if it was that necessary to do something that exotic. Yeah, I think it'd be easier and just easier to do fescue and not worry about the legumes and trying to enrich the soil like right. you would in the vegetable garden. I just think you'd be better off to use the, uh, use the fescue and be fescue. done with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's certainly the easiest thing. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. All right, Richard. Thanks for calling. In the next half hour, after we talk to Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery, Danny in Athens has a peach tree that's never produced peaches. Ray in Smyrna has three camellia bushes. He wants some blooms on them. He doesn't get many flowers on his camellias. By the way, I will be at Scottsdale Farms this afternoon. Actually, this morning, I guess, from 11 o'clock until around 12.30, 1 o'clock, I guess. I'll be talking about the new plants that they bring in each year as their sort of marquee plants. And there are some great plants that they have at Scottsdale Farms on the Birmingham Highway up near Milton, Georgia, of course. I'll be there at 11 o'clock this morning talking about new plants, things you can do in your garden, and you can ask all the questions you want to ask about what to do in your own garden. That's this morning, 11 o'clock, Scottsdale Farms. ScottsdaleFarms.com is the website for details on that, and I will see you there at 11 o'clock this morning. Let's see, one more thing. What else do we have to talk about? I'm broadcasting from the, from the Cobb Galleria, and I wanted to talk about one more thing, which was, oh, in the next half hour, we'll have the weekend prize pack. We'll do that in the next half hour. We've got the Arrow Exterminators weekend prize pack with tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right now it's 827 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden and Mickey Gazaway after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. My listening audience was wondering, is anybody there? Yes, they were very quiet until now. We got them to clap when we say, here's Walter. We're broadcasting live this morning from the 41st annual Spring Atlanta Home Show at the Cobb Galleria. 
all these folks are here because they know if they get here before nine, which they have done, they get into the home show for free when the gates open at 10. A number on Lawn and Garden, 404-872-0750. First in line this morning, let's see, Danny, Danny in Athens, Georgia. Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, Danny. What's up? Um, about six or seven years ago, my father-in-law gave my wife a peach tree, but it was something that he, I don't know whether he planted a peach pit and coaxed it into bloom, uh, growing or what, but we planted it in the yard. Um, it blooms white flowers before the pink flower peach tree does. Okay. And it makes peaches, but they're all, uh, they never produce any actual fruit. It's just a little hard. Uh, it's like the seed, and then the it looks like it's going to grow into a nice peach, and then it's like the fruit just compresses back onto the pit, and then it'll hmm. drop it. Are you sure you don't have an apricot, Danny? I have no idea. My father-in-law said it was a peach. He's no longer with us to ask. Right. Uh, it's possible it could be an apricot tree. I have, what would I do either way? With an apricot, you don't do anything because you'll never get an apricot from it. Um, oh, the, 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 you when you said the two? different color flowers, that's what made me curious, Danny, was Ooh, that okay. the, you said this has white rather than pink flowers. Yes, it's white flowers, and it blooms probably yeah. two to three weeks before the regular peach does. I think it's possible you have an apricot and not a peach. Okay. All right. I and, appreciate it. And many times, Danny, uh, when people have, like, hydrangeas that all the flowers get frozen in the spring, you just have to enjoy what it gives for you. And if you have the white flowers, enjoy them. It has nice leaves. Enjoy them. You don't get any fruit. Grocery stores around the corner. There you go. There exactly. you go. Danny, thanks right. for Thank calling. So we'll see you, man. Uh -huh. We got Ray in Smyrna, Georgia. Hey, Ray. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. How are you? What's up? Well, uh, we have some camellia bushes out uh, front. Uh, there's a, about six to eight foot one, and on either side of that uh, are two smaller uh, camellias. Okay. The two smaller ones get blooms and flower, and they're just beautiful. And the one in the middle, the larger one, gets lots and lots of buds, but never, I mean, like uh, never, flowers. Right. Every year it just comes up with a bunch of duds. So any ideas as to why the one in the middle, for some reason, doesn't want the flower? I will tell you a solution that a camellia grower suggested to me for this exact problem. He says some camellias simply genetically produce more buds, more flower buds, than they can ever make into flowers. And he said that his best idea was to pick off in the fall when you see the buds starting to grow, and this could be in October, November, December sometime, pick off at least 50% of the buds of the one that's not blooming so that it has more energy to distribute amongst the ones, the buds, the flower buds that are left. And that makes sense okay. to me. So that's what I would suggest this coming year is wait till fall, in the late fall, and pick off a lot of the buds on the ones that is, the one that is not blooming. Well, that's a good idea. All right, well, we'll certainly give that a shot and let you know how it works. 
I would love to know how it works, right? Because, you know, many times I give advice based on what somebody else has told me, and even though I trust this guy as being a chameleon expert, sometimes you want to know from real life if it really does work. So do let me know next year. I will, I will call you back. Thanks for the advice. Right. I appreciate it. Look forward to it, Ray. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery joins us this morning. Hi, Mickey. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm kind of doing... out in the middle of everything, so if you if I have some strange background noise, you'll know what it is. Well, I know this day today is a big grilling in the garden day at most of the Pike family nurseries, and we have lots of things going on, and particularly what is for sale this weekend? Everything. 20% that... off. We are so excited. I it's teased the audience. Fun. Earlier, I said this morning, this is a great gardening weekend, and you better listen to Mickey at 835 because we're going to talk about something really nice at Pike Nurseries. 20% off on except, things that's up sod, and what's the other thing that's not sod included? In, um, uh, pine straw and um, services. Those are the okay. main things. And anything that's already on sale is not included. But everything else, the fountains and the furniture and the Japanese maples, which are flying out of here. So that's yeah. really fun. Yeah. I looked uh, yesterday afternoon, I guess it was, when I was looking at my Rising Sun Redbud, Mickey uh -oh. Gasaway. That is a beautiful tree, and I am looking forward to seeing it have leaves on it this spring. That is, I think it's my new favorite tree. I, it I love it. They are absolutely gorgeous. We've been talking this morning to Norm Mitleider, who, of course, is the Japanese Ooh, yeah. maple expert, and he, I think, agrees that this is a big year for Japanese maples. They're pretty. they got lots of color on them, and the leaves and seed pies will form real soon. And for whatever reason, it seems to be a really high year for Japanese maples. Well, we have really been – just had a customer just bought three of them wow. uh, for a picking plant, and so I think it's going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. When I was in Jefferson last week for the Foliage Festival there, one of the vendors had a Carl Bark maple. Wow, was it pink. It was the prettiest Japanese maple. Carl Bark maple is gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I've got one of those. I love it. And I know people don't like Nandimas, but I've got some Nandimas behind it with red berries. If yeah. you could see how it looks in the wintertime, it's gorgeous. And then when it comes out, it's beautiful. I love it. I love that one. I, I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So basically the sale at Pike today is 20% off on everything except a couple of things like side, pine straw services, gift cards, things like that. Yes. But even the hard goods like fountains and vases and uh, pots are 20% off as well. And yeah, everything. Credit cards stay in my wallet. Do not go That's, to Pike Nursery today. Oh, yeah. No, come on. Come on. This is the day to make your dreams come true. Yeah, well, I was there two weeks ago and uh, looking for one, one, one heuchera and got out with five different plants, and it was over $100 that I walked out the door at Pike Nursery. Thank you. So, That's job security. Yeah, right. Your job security. My, well, I guess mine, too. <laughs> yeah, yours, too. <clears throat> so, anyway, well, let's talk about classes. Anything coming up class-wise, education-wise? We do. We've got a class next week and the next week. Next week is on... Um, uh, it, it's going to be at the four stores, the Peachtree City, um, Swanee, um, Lindbergh, and West Cobb. And those are going uh -huh. to go on, and you can go online, you know where to go on. And um, it's going to be on containers. And then the next week, we've got one on vegetable gardens at those same okay. stores. Yeah. So, and those classes are free? Those are all the free classes? They are. We'd like for you to sign up, if you could, please. Uh, so we'll have enough chairs. and. That's right. 
if you give them water bottles, they need enough water there as well. That's well, Mickey, right. it is great to know that the garden, let's talk a little bit about grilling in the garden. That's the last thing we need to talk oh, about. Okay. So grilling in the garden happens at all stores or just select stores At today? all the stores, at all the stores. So come on in and get your hot dog. And I know the commercial says soda, but we don't say soda in the South. We say Cokes, right? So uh, you're going to have some sort of carbonated something out that's there. That's right. That's Starting right. around 11, is that right? Yes, sir. I think that's right. I think that's all right. All right. So, basically, 20% off on just about everything. All Pike Nursery locations today. Grilling, uh, this weekend, I should say, grilling in the garden is today. Hot dogs starting around 11 o'clock. Classes about vegetable gardening, container gardening as well coming up to, to the Pike Nurseries around, most of them anyway. Mickey, how would we find Oh, I, the one local? more thing. The 20% off is just today. Yeah, oh, it's just sure today. That. Okay, let's yeah, make sure of that. Yeah. Then. Just today, 20% uh -huh. off, not tomorrow. That's why right. you need to go to Pike Nursery today and get the grilling right. in the garden food, too. So then, right. how would we find where the local Pike Nursery that we can go and earn this, get this 20% off? At pikenursery.com. That's the magic words. Mickey, it's great talking to you. See you next great Saturday. Great talking to you. See you soon. Bye. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. Who's been waiting the longest here? We've got uh, Kit, Kevin, excuse me, and Warner Robbins. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm fine, Kevin. How can I help? Well, I got these uh, fruit, fruit trees, uh, uh, a grapefruit, an orange, and a lemon. Wow, okay. They were, they had fruit on it when I planted them. But now I can't get any fruit on them for some reason. Hmm. I got small lemons on the bottom of the tree, but they don't grow anywhere else, and they and they don't grow any any bigger. What can I do, or what am I doing wrong? So, Kevin, are these planted outdoors in Warner Robins? Yes. Do you worry about freeze damage to them in Warner Robins? Seems like it gets a little colder than the citrus plants would like to be in down there. I had them there for three years. <laughs> You can't argue I mean, with success. Don't argue with a man who's got three-year-old citrus plants in Warner Robins. I have oh. no problem with the nectarines, the pomegranates, or the pears, but uh, those three right there, they're not growing any bigger, but they're, mm. not doing, they're not dying or anything like that. Yeah, they have leaves at the top, too, Kevin. All over the leaves are growing. Yeah, all the leaves are growing. Okay, no, no dead areas or anything like that. I, nope. There are certain citrus fertilizers that might be a little bit better than just running around with 10-10-10. So do you, have you gone and found the citrus-specific fertilizers? No. Uh, do I need to fertilize it every year? or? Yeah, every year. They're pretty heavy feeders, and that could be the reason you're not getting a lot of fruit is because citrus plants in general are reasonably heavy feeders. And the okay. citrus fertilizers have minerals in them that citrus plants need more than, say, oak trees or tomatoes or something like that. So call around to nurseries around your area in Warner Robins, Kevin. If you have to, go online and order online from Amazon or someplace citrus plant fertilizer and use that on your, on your lemon and the grapefruit and the rest of them. Okay. I appreciate it. Uh, Kevin, good su good success with it. When you get a lot of fruit, let me know about that, please. I I will. <laughs> I I want to hear success. I want to know what it does to have a citrus grove in Warner Robins. Laura is in East Cobb and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Laura. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. I've got about two minutes, Laura. So what's going on in your life? 
Well, I didn't take your advice last year. I called, and you told me that my yellow jacket nest that has two ends on it gets it took over a tunnel. I was supposed to pyrethrin them, seal it with cement, and, you know, dream happily. Problem is, I forgot to do that. Okay. When would I see emergence of bees if they're going to come out this year? Never. From those holes? Never. Ah, oh, okay, good. They're dead. Okay, good. <laughs> If there's any yellow jacket in there, it's a miracle. We'll call it Lazarus, the yellow jacket there. But yellow jackets in the nest completely die off, except for a couple of fertilized queens, and they do not use the nest again. And so if you saw some coming out, it would be a miracle. And you should make a little worship center there for those yellow jackets, <laughs> because something's happened that we don't understand is spirituality. So basically, Laura, don't worry about that old nest. It is decrepit. It is gone. There's no more. Yellow jacket's coming from it. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Just the best news in the world for you, <laughs> Laura. Thanks so much for calling. It's 849. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves the lawn and garden advice you need. At 8.55, a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, the high of around 69 degrees. Tonight, the low of 46. On Sunday, what a beautiful day. High of 72, low of 54, 20% chance of showers. Maybe Sunday night, but a great weekend for gardening. And don't forget, we talked to Mickey Gasway a minute ago to get today only 20% off on most everything at all Pike Nursery locations. Go to pikenursery.com for details about that. Broadcasting live this morning, four minutes from now, the gates will close at the Cobb Galleria for the 41st annual Spring Atlanta Home Show. Dave Baker's going to take over the microphone in just a minute for the Home Fix-It Show. A couple of things to remember about gardening tasks you could enjoy or you could accomplish, I guess, this weekend. I got a photo yesterday of crabgrass already germinating. The person who said it noted that it was germinating in the street in front of his house. So he said it is a little warm there, so that's why it's so early. But if you're worried about controlling crabgrass, the easiest way to control crabgrass in a lawn is to put a pre-emergent chemical out now. You can find, find pre-emergents like Halt, so like Lesco, there's two or three other brand names. Pike has several, of course. But the, to stop the, the crabgrass from germinating in the spring is the easiest way to control it. And crabgrass is on its way. We had a question here this morning at the Cobb Galleria about mimosa weed. And those of you who have mimosa weed know what a despicable plant it is. It is miserable. The best way to control, I think, is a pre-emergent now and another one the 1st of June because it just germinates all summer long. So two applications about half strength both ways, I think would do great. It's been a great Saturday morning. Lorenzo Kemp. I want to call out Lorenzo Kemp, our engineer on site, who has done a fabulous job engineering this show, making sure we stay on the air. He is the most unflappable, unflappable engineer you'll ever find in your life. I'm Walter Reeves, and don't forget I'll be at Scottsdale Farms this morning, 11 o'clock. I'll run up there after this and talk about new plants they have for sale there at Scottsdale Farms Nursery on, Milton, on Birmingham Highway in Milton. Otherwise, I'll be right here next Saturday morning for another edition of Lawn and Garden right here on News Talk WSB. And I will see you then.